0: Alex, thank you so much for calling in, man. No worries, no worries. I was just hoping I got reception where I am. I appreciate it, especially on Daylight Savings Day. I was praying that with the time change and everything, it would work out. So I appreciate the time and won't keep it for too long. want to uh, talk about the 20th anniversary we got going on this big concert and get your opinion on a couple things. But um, I guess sure. let's, let's start with the concert. And actually, let's start to back before the concert, because this is the 20th anniversary celebration of Atreyu. And I kind of wanted to go back and learn a little bit from you about that transition from... Retribution to Atreyu, was it different bands you were listening to at the time, or maybe some of those bands, or was it you guys just developing as players, or what made that transition?
1: I mean, Retribution is a totally separate deal. That was like a high school band that we did when we were 12 and 13 years old with basically completely different members. We like to act like it's the same thing, but it's totally not. Uh, you know, Dan, Brandon, and myself started playing uh, in that band with a couple other guys. People left the band, and we kind of, like, changed our direction a little bit, got a lot heavier as we kind of progressed through high school, you know what I mean? Because, like I said, we started in junior high, and it just kind of changed, and uh, we got some different people and became a trade.
0: What was the, what was your soundtrack? What was, what was kind of help evolving that sound? What were the bands that were shaping you at that time?
1: You know, I was, I've always listened to the same stuff, which is kind of like... Medium to old school, hardcore, uh, punk rock, and oi. So, you know, bands like, I mean, Sick of It All and Indecision, Rancid. We listened to all sorts sorts of different things back then. Cave In, uh, In Flames, those bands.
0: Love it. And love this uh, tour we got coming up here. Downtown LA, you got a hell of a lineup with you behind you. White Chapel, I love the new album they just came out with. He is Legend, Santa Cruz, doing it at the Belasco on Tuesday the 19th. Really, yeah. really cool package did you guys like all each pick a band on this one, or how did that that tour package work out?
1: You know a lot of times it's a it's a collaborative effort, you know what I mean between realistically us and our management and booking agents on what's gonna play out the best and make. The strongest package for the audience you know what i mean dan has been friends with the band santa cruz uh for some time so they were on his radar for a while Keith uh, legend we toured with numerous times uh white chapel you know have a new record real real strong crazy live show and great music so we wanted to put together something sort of diverse each band uh, has a different feel and kind of a different vibe you know and it makes a nice show yeah you your money's worth
0: Absolutely, man! But you, you nailed it. I was going to say, Dan, of course, picked Santa Cruz. Like that's totally him. That's got him written all over it. And I was hoping that that when you do play for us in L.A. here, that we could maybe relive Dan ween one more one more time on that night.
1: Man, I I think the only way to do that would be with a time machine. You know what I mean? Uh, Dan ween was a one off, but <laughs> quite an adventure. Who knows? Maybe we'll have Brandon Tuesdays or whatever. I don't know what day of the week we could play there.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a Tuesday, yeah, the, November the 19th. The set list, is that going to be a, a pretty expansive one of all 20 years? Are you going to dig back deep in the catalog for this one?
1: Yeah, the fans picked it. We started a poll months ago. We put songs head to head. We had people vote and vote and vote, and we're playing 20 songs. It's the longest set list we've ever played, so it's quite a it's quite a banger.
0: Awesome, man. I cannot wait. It Like you said, action packed lineup, all kind of different bands and sounds going to be a great night. And as we look back, I also want to look ahead and I'm sure that there's still new music coming. I mean, you guys have put out a couple amazing albums with the comeback album Long Live and then In Our Wake. And I imagine there's ideas and thoughts about new music from Atreyu as well.
1: Yeah, we're going to start on a new record uh, tentatively in January. And, you know, things move a lot faster these days with the way technology is and with our work ethic and as seasoned events at this point. So we'll probably have a new record hopefully out maybe summer into year. I don't know. Something like that. But we'll be recording in January.
0: Awesome. And producers all picked out and everything?
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much I can say or even if I could even say they were recording in January, but we're probably going to go back. I guess I could say whatever I want. Like, who, who can get mad at me at yeah, this point? Yeah, you besides, said Besides, I guess, other guys in my band. But uh, we're going to reunite uh, with John Feldman, uh who did uh, Lead Sales and then our, the latest record. Yeah. Uh, and we're, we're going to rock and roll.
0: One more time with Feldman. I mean, he is the master, and he always does magic with you guys.
1: You know, we get along with him really well. We have the same uh, hyperactive mindset and work ethic when it comes to our music. Uh, he puts a lot in, and we put a lot in, and we have a good time. We drink a lot of coffee. Uh,
0: <laughs> it's good. He's a, he's a song master for sure, and, and I imagine you guys growing up, too, being Goldfinger fans as well. It's got to be a little bit kind of pinch-me pinch moments at the same time.
1: Oh, it's a lot of fun, man. We make John sing all the Goldfinger songs to us at least once a session.
0: (laughs) Hey, maybe maybe it's time for a Goldfinger cover. I mean, it, it, it's been a while since the Bon Jovi cover has kind of always lived in in and out of the set. Is there a new cover maybe working on this new album?
1: You know, I wish I wish I could indulge you and say there is, but man, we haven't even given it that much time. The way our albums work is once we're in the studios when we start writing. So right now, like we're still we're still in uh, you know tour mindset and playing, supporting the current record, and then once this ends, we'll immediately cut the cord from that and jump into the new one so we're not even there yet
0: okay okay i feel you speaking about uh other things that say away from from the band and everything just talking about you alex as a dude like with everything going on sports wise right now are you a sports fan are you into fantasy football ducks angels or is it just family and tattooing and and art and what what do you do outside of the band
1: Family and tattooing and painting takes up a big part of my time, but I've also been into Thai boxing, Muay Thai for... Uh, since my early 20s, you know, I had kids a few years ago and it kind of took me away from it a little bit, but they're a little, just got a little older now where I get a, just a second or two more free time. So I've been training a little bit more in that. So I watch I watch a lot of Thai fighting and this shit that I can't understand other than watching the fights. And I watch, uh, <laughs> I like a like, casual UFC fan at this point. You know, there was a good UFC last night. So I didn't get to watch it, but I got to watch highlights
0: later. Yeah, I didn't even see what happened or anything. I was at a Marilyn Manson show last night, but who won?
1: Yeah, see, you know- so... Nate Diaz uh, lost, yeah, right? Mazda Ball. won uh, a TK of stoppage, but it was based off cuts. It's like those little gloves. If we're going to be nerdy and talk technical, uh, those little gloves cut you. Very easily, they're not like like boxing gloves. You know what I mean? There's right. seams on the small and the may gloves. So Diaz cuts easily. He's been around for a while. He's he's taking damage, and that's just the way it goes. I hope they fight again. I think it'll be a great fight. Masvidal, from what I saw and heard, was was doing great, but you can't cut the Diazes out. That dude will go till he has no skin on his face. Which maybe <laughs> it's a good thing the ref stopped it to help him because sometimes your heart can get in the way of. Your
0: safety. Yeah, there ain't no quitting Diaz, man. He, he ain't stopping on his own. That's the only way that's happening with him. He's a badass. Do you ever worry about, like, training and, and messing up, uh, you know, someone kicking you in the throat and messing up a vocal cord or anything? Like... No, I do most of the throat kicking. uh, (laughs) You know,
1: (laughs) like I said, I've been doing it a bit. You careful who you train with out here on tour. Like I don't get the opportunity to go. If I'm lucky, I get to do some pad work and all the like training. I'm hitting bags. I'm going to the gym, staying on it like that at home is when I get to do more training and stuff. It's out here is not. The environment for it I used to I used to do more we used to grapple and stuff and go out there we would spar with dudes and it was fine I never got messed up but there's a respect thing in it you know I don't go with anybody who's like let's scrap let's see what you're made of it's like that's not right that's not fighting that's not technique you're measuring an immeasurable you're trying to measure heart and that's you don't spar with heart you spar with technique and things like that you know dudes are trying to relive rocky I'm trying to get good <laughs> at martial arts
0: right yeah you're just trying to get technical and people want to show how badass they are yeah and like i said you know i've been around for a hot minute i've
1: trained with some dudes like you do that i can i can pull a car just as easily as i can get my
0: car pulled you know what i mean yeah yeah i mean there's always someone that's going to be better right the, you're never going to be the best yeah exactly have you ever thought about it you know looking at 20 years in in the band and in, looking back on andre you, you got to, to maybe put out a book one day have you thought about it at all <laughs>
1: Yeah, the society's standards have changed. And the things that would have one time made a really cool book would now like get us in trouble. <laughs> so I think we'll just keep it. Maybe one day we'll make a movie under a different name. But for now, we just kind of keep the stories to ourselves.
0: <laughs> We're have dark humans. To change all the characters. Yeah, you couldn't do like your version of the dirt, I guess, in, in today's society. We'll just, call, we'll just name everybody Dan. the Dana or something. (laughs) Hey, uh, are you pumped as I am dude raging against the machine getting back together? Does that excite you at all?
1: Yeah. Raging against the machine, man. That's going to be sick. There's been some cool reunions this week. Rage is fantastic. I think it's a good time, a good platform. I'm not trying to get political right now or expose views because I'm so tired of hearing what everybody has to think about everything, but it will be very interesting to hear the things that, uh, that Zach and and Raging It's Machine have to say about the current state of the world. I think it'll be real interesting. I don't know about you.
0: Oh yeah, man, I am I am super pumped. I mean, that, when that first album came out, me and my terrible band sat in our garage and tried to learn that bomb track and killing in the name of and all the bullet in the head. That album, like that summer it came out. That's all we did was listen to it, like cassette. I should say cassette back in the day.
1: Yeah, right. I remember. I remember my buddy brought it over. And we listened to it. He lived across the street.
0: Yeah, sit in the garage and just try and try and keep up and try and figure out what they're doing and and not even coming close. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, outside of outside of that, are you doing any uh, tattoo work? Any um, tat- yeah,
1: I kind of I've hurt my back and I've I fractured my hand, so I've been taking a little bit of a layoff. But once my back starts to do a little bit better, I'll be tattooing a little bit more again. It's it's hard to bend over and then sleeping in a bunk mm. for a month at a time. You know what I mean? Kind of wrecks it. I got some issues at L five S one that. When it goes like I can't, I can't do anything besides get at the epidurals and cry.
0: Ooh, yeah, that's right. I remember reading about that tour that sat out, so it makes perfect sense. Hey, I want to ask you about two last things, and then I'll, I'll let you run here. But since we're an in Inland Empire radio station, and, and I, I felt like it was a, a big kind of a meaningful show, and kind of wanted to get your perspective a few years later, your kind of return the. Sort of hometown-ish area reunion show at Knotfest in 2014 at Glen Helen, and kind of take take me back from your perspective and walk me through that day. What, what was it like for you guys?
1: You know, it was a real. It was honestly a, a real big blur. That same day, I believe we signed a new management deal, at uh, which we're no longer in anymore. <laughs> and then uh, I think we like worked signed a record contract. It was a very busy day, but uh, it was like a blur, man. It was a blur. We came out that day, we rocked. I remember my wedding ring came off a were playing i split my wedding ring off and i've stopped since then but it came off when we were playing and i thought i lost it oh no uh, luckily found it hours later under some uh cabinets at the end of the night so <laughs> i'm still married
0: <laughs> but an incredible show and then that's that yeah, i felt like you guys were the kind of the band people were talking about afterwards and it felt great on stage i imagine as well you felt the love from the crowd Yeah, absolutely, man. It was great to be back. Last thing I got for you, Alex, just to have some fun since we're all music fans and and talking about bands and influence and talking about more commercial bands. But I've kind of come up with this little game where I put bands in a category and I kind of make you pick your favorite out of out of this grouping of bands. So, a couple of years ago, there was the big four. We all know the big four of, of metal, right? It was thrash metal, Metallica, Megadeth, Anthrax Slayer. That was the big four, right? Uh-huh. I, I got to thinking, as just being a dumb radio guy, like, oh, okay, well, if we were to evolve that and to get into kind of the 90s, I'd like to add one to it. And, and I've come up with the Flannel Five. Is what I call it. So I'm curious, out of the flannel five, who would be your number one? Not that they could play a show or anything, just your favorite band out of this list, which comprises of Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Stone Temple Pilots, Soundgarden, Alice in Chains.
1: For me, like, with no hesitation to my two favorites are Stone Temple Pilots and Soundgarden. And it's kind of weird because both of those dudes are no longer with us. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it would be a toss-up between seeing either of those again. I briefly met Chris Cornell, and it it changed my life in a way that only like it's claimed to say, like, oh, it changed my life but he Tell was just a it. cool dude. He was just a cool dude, man. He was just a nice, he had a nice aura. He was like an alien in the most wonderful way. Does that make sense? Like you're just talking to like an, an angel. Like when I met him, it was like, holy fuck. Like I don't get, I don't care about meeting. I've met people. People are people. You know what I mean? It's. I don't. It takes a lot for me to quote, like, dude. And Chris was just very nice and down to earth. I met him on a press day and, and then, for uh, the project revolution tour of Thinking Park years ago, right? He was just super friendly. He had like he knew a little bit about our band. Had like heard some songs and was just just like very like a normal human, but a normal human with like incredible talent. You could tell like when you were talking to him, he was processing things in a a different way, maybe than than you or I do. Uh, it was in, in a good in a good way, like a different way. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, it was just a cool just a cool guy. So I I would love to see you know the full on Soundgarden with him probably just 2% more than I'd want to see Scott and STP would be a very, very close tie. Chris's voice too. Like Waylon's voice is dope and it's like dark and it's like sexy. And then Cornell's voice is just kind of like gut-wrenching. You know what I mean? Like gut-wrenchingly soulful. So I don't know. I'll, I'll stop gushing, but he's a cool dude. Rest in power.
0: No, that's what it's all about. That's that's why I play the game to hear hear that perspective from you, especially as someone in the industry that have met him as a singer. And of course, that's what it's all about. One last thing, you got to pick a tune for us to play from Soundgarden then on the radio. Oh,
1: Soundgarden? Hmm. We're not going to go with like the obvious choice, like Black Hole Sun. Maybe like Keep It Off My Way.
0: Oh, I love that tune. I think Chris wrote that tune as well. Yeah, it's a good one, man. It's just a good. It's it's a cool song. He's a great voice. Great riff. Last Indeed. last one for you, Alex. I got one more one more development, one more game, one more round to do with you. Then, and we kind of t- kind of touched on it earlier. So we'll go from from uh, early '90s. Right, if that's the flannel, then we'll go late '90s and, and dip into the '2000s for what I call the the new metal six pack. Cool. And you you might have played your hand earlier when we were talking about it, but this will be Rage Against the Machine, Corn, Lincoln Park, Slipknot, Disturbed, System of a Down,
1: LP. LP man, Chester again. Uh, Chester, I you know the same day I was hanging out with Chris Cornell, I was hanging out with Chester Bennington, and my head was exploding. You know what I mean, Mike? We had pictures, we did all this press together. Like and uh, you know, two dudes that I looked up to who are no longer with us. It's a weird, it's a weird to like think about in a way. But I would go, I would go Chester Bennington. He had a great voice. He was another one who was like a cool, just like a nice guy, man. Like they're in these huge bands, and it's so rare because some. Man, I, I can't see names because it'll fuck up my career and my life. But there's some dudes and some big bands out there who are fucking dicks. Yeah. They're just lame. They're rock stars. They're what you think they would be. And Chester was not that. You know what I mean? And I never got that vibe from him. Uh, none of the guys from Linkin Park really were, for, for that matter. They seem like great dudes, and, and Chester was too. We lost a, a great human. You know what I mean? And uh, uh, so I would
0: definitely pick Linkin Park. It'd be interesting to see if they uh, if they try to continue on or not. I think. Only they know what's right, you know. Yeah, do me a favor and pick a uh, Lincoln Park tune to play on the radio for us. Um,
1: giving up. Love I think dude. if you like listen to that song, <laughs> you you hear a lot. Uh, it explains a lot. Yeah. As a lyricist, at least, listening to that, I can relate.
0: And his his screams. I mean, talk about and reinvented the scream in a way. I think with. I mean, there was so much that came through in his scream, so much honesty and sincerity in his scream.
1: Yeah, for sure. agreed, man. It's gut wrenching in a
0: way. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, dude, I appreciate all the time and and it's so much fun talking to you. And and uh, I won't. Hey man, I, my pleasure. Thanks I, for taking the time. I I have one more that that I'm kind of working on that I've I'ven't I haven't totally figured out the name and everything. But if I, if I evolve it from there, I got to get into metalcore, and I think that would in, include you. Like it'd be have to be like a you and Avenged Sevenfold, and Killswitch, and Shadows Fall, and Lamb of God, and uh, who else am I missing? Azalee dying, Like, what do you think? <laughs>
1: Well, I know who I wouldn't pick. No, I, as far, how about this? How about I throw in a band that people haven't heard of? Can I throw in, in Or Am in. I getting too wild?
0: Well, we want to. We're looking at like the biggest, the biggest of those bands for that genre. Not necessarily the the greatest ones that people didn't know, but of of that genre, the forefathers uh, of that I, genre.
1: I would give like Avenged Sevenfold is like obviously the biggest. You know what I mean? Right. So the biggest, most popular, really like. They took what, what everybody else was doing, and we're all doing maybe similar time here or two apart. And then some people took it to the hole, you know? Other dudes were shooting layups, maybe three pointers, and they, they just slammed up that bitch. <laughs> they brought home the gold every time. Yeah, so I do like probably like Backcountry because that was like the song, right? That, that video. Yeah. I think that really set the world on fire, changed a lot of
0: things. And I hate to be that guy to say, when are, the hell are we ever going to get in a you Avenged Sevenfold, and another Orange County Band show together? Hey, man,
1: whenever whenever they're ready, whenever <laughs> Avenged is ready, we could make the time. Uh, we, I'll
0: check my schedule. <laughs> You'll clear some things for that to happen. Beautiful, man. Thank you so much for the time and the great music over the 20 years. And, and I can't wait for the uh, show in L.A., man. It's going to be a blast. Hey, you're too nice, man. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Have a good one. Safe travels, man. Take it easy, dude. Bye-bye. Bye. Dude, you rock. Thanks for checking out the entire podcast. Now just hit the subscribe button. That way you get it sent to you directly. And follow me on social media at MikeZ967. Don't miss the radio show, bro. Wired in the Empire happens every Saturday night at midnight on 96.7 KCAL Rocks. Online at KCALFM.com. Adios,